released by the Indianapolis Colts. Not a lot of surprises. It is what it is. We'll talk about the cuts specifically. We'll talk about some other people who were cut by other teams. Very familiar names to football fans in central Indiana Colts fans. And names that might pique some interest over on West 56th Street as Chris Ballard, Frank Reich, try to finally sort of put whatever final touches they uh, they want to put on this 53-man roster while knowing that there are no real final touches, that the roster is always a work in progress. But here they are, the the players waved. Uh, Curtis Brooks, bit of a surprise. I thought he played well in the preseason. I thought he was okay. Anthony Chesley, which I kind of expected. Uh, Cameron Klein, Cameron Klein played some good football. Jack Cohn, we knew. Marcel Dabo, yes. Ethan Fernea, I expect him to go onto the uh, practice squad. Um, DeMichael Harris, Michael Jacobson, who could go onto the practice squad as well. Uh, Nikola Kalinick, tight end. Jordan Murray, tackle. Jordan Murray, I I don't know what they're going to do with Jordan Murray. I thought Jordan Murray was a turnstile during the uh, preseason. Hate to say it, but absolutely true. Uh, Samson Nakua, the wide receiver, Devontae Price, which we knew, Forrest Ryan linebacker. Forrest Ryan got some second-team reps during camp. Uh, kind of surprised. We'll see if he winds up on the practice squad. Josh Seltzner, uh, guard, James Skalski, linebacker, Marvell Tell, cornerback. I expected him to go. You know, the Colts, by God, they like him. They just keep bringing him back and bringing him back and bringing him back. Marvell Tell. That's just what the Colts do, right? Um, they love them some Marvell Tell. Marvell Tell has not been on the active roster. It's been a long time since he's been on the ra- active roster. Uh, Ryan Van Demark, tackle. A surprise because they wrote a significant bonus check to him as an undrafted free agent. Uh, Sterling Weatherford from Hamilton Heights High School, Miami of Ohio University. Feel bad for Sterling Weatherford, but I am certain that he's going to be on the practice squad if another team doesn't claim him. Chris Wilcox, cornerback. Chris Williams, defensive tackle. Tyson Williams, running back. Uh, These players were released. Now, the difference between waived and released, released means you're a free agent right now. You don't have to clear waivers. You can't be claimed on waivers. You, You are a free agent right now. And that is conferred upon players who have been around the league for a long period of time. Uh, Kiki QT, uh, Dennis Kelly, Brandon King, Philip Lindsay, RJ McIntosh, Will Redmond. Uh, removed from the pup list, Shaquille Leonard. That's a big deal. And on the injured reserve, which we already know, Rigoberto Sanchez and Armani Watts. So there you go. There's the cut list for the Colts. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Very rarely any huge surprises. You look at a team like the Las Vegas Raiders. And, and they said goodbye to Alex Leatherwood, an offensive tackle who was a first-round pick a few years back. The Colts, they do not cut first-round draft picks, ever, ever, ever. 
uh, Sam Ellinger, obviously his name was not mentioned. He's being kept. We'll see what happens. We'll see what is his final destination here, whether it's on the 53-man roster, whether they hold him for a bit, then waive him, and then sign him to the practice squad. I just can't believe that the Colts are going to allocate a roster spot to a third-string quarterback where if he winds up on the field, it means that all hell is broken loose and you've got big problems on this team. All right, we went over this this morning. The last time that a backup quarterback started a single game during a season that ended with the Colts in the playoffs was 1996. It was Paul Justin, the former Chicago Bear. Yeah. That's been a long time. Now, Peyton Manning didn't miss a start, so there's that. And Andrew Locke didn't miss a start 2012 to 2014 in 2016 or in two. Wait, he did in 16, I think but not in 18. So, uh, and, and Rivers didn't miss a start in 20. You don't want a guy to miss a start. If Matt Ryan gets hurt, it's unlikely good things are going to happen as a result of that. It's also unlikely with Sam Ellinger, and I don't mean to crap all over Sam Ellinger. I really like Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger is a charismatic kid. He's a hardworking guy. He's a grinder. He's living his dream. He's doing everything in his power to maximize his ability to make a roster, to create an opportunity for himself. And sometimes that's all it takes. And it's a story to rally around and to feel really good about. So I'm not crapping on Sam Ellinger, but here's the thing with Sam Ellinger. If you watch Sam Ellinger in practice, if you watch Sam Ellinger against ones, it is really hard to foresee him getting better to the extent necessary to play meaningful downs in the NFL. And that means, you know, regular season work, throwing the ball in the regular season. You would have to have a cacophony of injuries that would cause this roster to be in complete turmoil at the quarterback position. Matt Ryan has missed three games in his career. Nick Foles doesn't get hurt very often. It would be an oddity if Sam Ellinger played meaningful football this season, and that's why it's a surprise to me that the Colts kept him. Because, and, and we talked about this. Number one, the question, is he going to be able to win you a football game in 2022? And the answer is no, he's not. The other question that you would have to answer in the affirmative, does he project at some point in the future to be the starting quarterback for the Colts? He doesn't. There, there's just no way to twist your vision if you know anything about football into believing he could be your starting quarterback. It's just not possible. So allocating a roster spot for him, I think, is a mistake. Now, we don't know what the shot is, right? We don't know what the plan is. So let's give Chris Ballard and Frank Reich time to execute their plan and see where they are with the 53-man roster in a week or two weeks. We don't know. Names that are kind of interesting that got released or waived as well. Henry Anderson, the goose. Cut. Hate to see the goose get cut. Alex Leatherwood, like I mentioned. Taylor Stallworth, released. We like Taylor Stallworth. Uh, Raven Clark, released by the Eagles. I love Raven Clark. He's a really, really good dude. 
Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's moved to the suspended list. He can return to the Browns facility on October 10th. He can play week 13th against the Texans. Uh, Joe Haig, released by the Steelers. I think I mentioned that. Uh, the Colts, they made a trade today. Sent a sixth rounder to the Bucks for linebacker Grant Stewart and a seventh round pick. He's a special teams guy. So there you go. They're not going to pop Shaquille Leonard. And uh, that might be the first time that I started Shaquille Leonard's name saying Shaquille instead of D is in the other name. So good for me. I'm making progress. So how do we look at this? Ben Banigou made the roster. I'm really surprised Ben Banigou made the roster. I think that there's a bit of an arrogance to Chris Ballard where he believes what he has believed and he believed with Ben Banigou that Ben, ben Banigou could play dynamic football at the defensive end position. And that's why they used a second-round pick to draft him. Ben Banigou hadn't been able to do that. When Ben Banigou has been paired up against ones, he's Velcro. He doesn't get off blocks. Against the Buccaneers, when he was playing against twos and threes, he got off the blocks. Three tackles for loss. Maybe that was enough to compel the Colts to say, you know what? Let's not turn him loose yet. Let's see what he's got. Let's let's put him in the rotation, and let's grade him a little bit this year, and then we'll make a final determination. I think Tyquan Lewis has had a really, really good camp. I like the defensive front for the Colts. I know it's not tremendously deep at the tackle position, and that's why Taylor Stallworth is a really interesting name among those who were released today or waived. I, was he released or waived? That's a good question because it kind of he was released. So the Colts could sign him right now. They could they could put in an offer right now and sign him immediately. There's no waiver claim that needs to be executed, and that's kind of interesting. By the way, I don't think I mentioned it. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at BUSR. You want to get into sports gaming? Here we go. Uh, wagering, deposit a thousand. They are going to match it with a thousand in free action. All right, and that's up to a thousand and twenty-five casino chips. Just go to busr.ag. The link will be at the bottom of uh, the description for this video. Um, this is never an easy day for the Colts. They're trying their best to put together the best roster that they can, and they're generally pretty good at this. You know. However, I, I don't agree with the Ellinger decision. I don't know if there are any teams that would have claimed him. They're pretty good at knowing, generally. Uh, Ballard's pretty good at knowing who to expose and who not to expose in, in terms of being able to stash somebody on the practice squad. So uh, we'll trust. There's got to be a measure of trust. Look, we can't be cynical all day long about what the Colts do and how they operate. You just can't. It's exhausting. To me. So, Ballard, this 53-man roster, does the back end really even matter? matter? Mm. Does it matter that Sam Ellinger was kept instead of, let's say, Marvell Tell? It does not. Marvell Tell wasn't going to win you football games in any measure uh, greater than Sam Ellinger. And let's look at the others. 
I mean, they did keep... You know, it's kind of interesting, even more than who they cut, is who they kept. And they kept Thomas, the safety out of, out of Yale, which I'm very happy about. I think he fits the program. You know what I mean? Uh, I think he's a guy who could win you games. If you had to wave Thomas instead of Ellinger, that would be problematic. But you look at these guys, Curtis Brooks, Anthony Chesley, uh, Cameron Klein, Jack Cohn, Marcel Davo, uh, Fernea, Harris, Jacobson, Kalinick, Murray, Nakua, Price, Ryan, Seltzner, Skelsky, Tell, Van Demark, Weatherford, Wilcox, Williams, Williams, Kuti, uh, Kelly King, Len- Lindsay, McIntosh, and Redmond. If, if, if would you put any of those guys at the fifty-third man level instead of Ellinger? I don't know whether I would. So maybe that's part of the process too. Thank you, Mitch. That's uh, that's wonderful. Very very nice. We love the donations. So. Um, but keeping a third quarterback, like it's kind of like this. It's kind of like shame on Chris Ballard for not having better options for the 53rd man than Sam Ellinger. But I don't see any of the guys who are cut. as they, Like, are you going to miss Jordan Murray? No, you're not. Jordan Murray is the kind of football player who is going to get Matt Ryan hurt so that Nick Foles has to play, and maybe he gets hurt, and all of a sudden you got Ellinger playing. But we'll see who they're able to practice squad. We'll see who they keep. We'll see who, as they pour over the waiver wire and the releases of other teams, we'll see exactly what the Colts do. They can stash up to six veterans on the practice squad and another 10 young players. They can have a practice squad of 16. Like I said, six of those veterans. Uh, This tweeted by Mike Chappell, uh, practice squad earnings, $11,500 per game week, and then the six veterans get between $15,400 and $19,900. So if you're at the high end of that, let's say $20,000 times the 17 weeks, that's $340,000. That's a pretty good deal. I'll take $340,000 to go practice football. They don't travel. I'd like to travel. Anyway... Uh, that is not bad, Jack. And even for a rookie, like if they put Jack Cohn on the uh, practice squad, eleven five, he's still going to make about two hundred grand this year. That's substantial. Look, they're in a teacher, cop, firefighter, or municipal employee anywhere who wouldn't trade spots financially with somebody on the practice squad for the Indianapolis Colts. So there's who is kept. Shaquille Leonard, really kind of the big story of what was released a few minutes ago, that he is not going to be on the pup list. He has been removed, and that means that he is free to practice immediately, and he is added to the 53-man roster immediately. And so the trade to acquire uh, Grant Stewart, who is uh, Mr. Irrelevant, the final draft pick a couple of years ago of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that had nothing to do with Shaq Leonard, but everything to do with the special teams. And they can elevate guys from the practice squad to the uh, roster, to the active roster, periodically. And so this, I mean, this isn't bad. We spent a lot of time kind of, you know, gnashing our teeth 
over Sam Ellinger, but why? Like, it, it's we're so predictable. Every August, it's about Chad Kelly or it's about, you know, P.J. Walker or it's about Sam Ellinger. And then every September, it's like, who are those guys? Who's number four? Ellinger. Wait a second. Oh, that guy that we were yelling about in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like him. That's what it becomes. We pass the time. All right. Yes. Why take up a spot with three quarterbacks unless you really don't have anybody else to, to pick from that you really like? And if you don't, you should. And maybe they will. You look at a guy like Joe Haig. They need depth on that offensive line. Joe Haig can provide depth at a variety of spots. Still a really good guy, and people within the Colts organization really like him. So we'll see what happens. This is just the first volley. We find out more tomorrow. We find out more Thursday. It's really not until game week, next Tuesday, that we really find out what the hell's going on. Chris Ballard and his staff, they're going to get to work. And, and you know what? There's some things you can say about Chris Ballard that aren't necessarily compliments. But one thing that man does is grind his ass off to build the back end of that roster. There is no stone unturned trying to get the 53rd guy in this roster to be the best 53rd guy in the National Football League. We'll see if he's able to do it. Talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent. Let's go.